Allah loves those who are clean and Allah loves those who are pure. We have to purify the heart and we have to clean ourselves externally as well as internally. Remember the Almighty says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ وَيُحِبُّ الْمُتَطَهِّرِينَ Allah loves those who constantly repent and those who cleanse themselves. This is verse number 222 of Surah Al-Baqarah. So my brothers and sisters, if you look at cleanliness, while we must keep our hands clean, while we must wash ourselves, while we must actually clean ourselves in a specific way five times a day to make ourselves ready for the prayer, we must make sure that our clothes are clean, our surrounding is clean, the environment is clean, the house is clean, the bedding is clean, the food we eat is clean. All this is part of the goodness that the Almighty expects from us. Now, the Almighty only tells us to do that which is actually beneficial for us. So it can never be that He's instructed us something and it's not good for us. It has to be beneficial. It will be. Whether we understand it or not, sometimes disease spreads and we don't realize that the Almighty had granted us a gift by teaching us about cleanliness so it did not spread as much amongst us. However, at times, it's just a lesson for us to appreciate what the Almighty has actually revealed. So we become more conscious of the cleanliness factor. That's a gift of Allah. You want comfort in times of crisis? Make sure that you keep yourselves clean. Make sure you clean your heart, like I said. Because what's the point of having such a good-looking outward appearance? and your hands are clean and everything else is smart, your clothes are ironed very well, you're looking very neat with your haircut and whatever else it might be, but the way you speak is so bad, your heart is dirty, filled with disease, filled with hatred, jealousy, deception and so on. If we cleanse ourselves, we will definitely be able to achieve the comfort. Allah says, He loves those who seek forgiveness. And he also loves those who are very, very clean. So if you were to seek forgiveness from the Almighty, then you would automatically have to clean your heart because the two go together hand in hand. You clean your heart, you seek the forgiveness of the Almighty, he forgives you and you have a big heart to forgive others as well. Now, one of the things where people go wrong is in marriage, when the marriage is struggling. Remember, marriage is a very big sacrifice. If you are going to sacrifice, you will be happy. If not, it will become a crisis. So if you want to protect yourself from the crisis within marriage, learn to trust one another and don't give reason for your spouse not to trust you. So while we're teaching you to trust one another, we're telling you don't give reason for the other not to trust you. So this is a very balanced statement. We must make sure we don't pry and spy on each other because the Almighty has warned us about that. Similarly, speak good with each other, help each other, reach out to each other. Don't put pressure or don't actually ask one another to do that, which is going to be difficult, very difficult, because then it might create a crack in that marriage. But the Almighty says, you know what? 
as much as it's a sacrifice, we want you to love each other. We want you to have children together and to bring those children up in my obedience, the Almighty says. That's the whole aim. It's not about having children and having more children and you don't even look after them and you're not even bothered. That defeats the whole purpose. But if you have children and you look after them and you give them a good upbringing, then you will be from among those who's protected from crisis. Many people have children and the children are the reason that they're upset and in crisis. The children sometimes are the source of their hardship. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not let that happen to us. So Allah says, however, at times it might end up being very difficult such that you're discussing divorce. Divorce in Islam is not prohibited, but it's not a joke either. It's a last resort when someone really cannot make this marriage work anymore and it's causing problem, hardship, difficulty. It's becoming a strain on the brain. In that particular case, you may want to consider separating. And Allah says, when you separate, it's definitely difficult. There will be other acts of worship you're going to have to engage in that you never engaged in before. For example, if you have children, you will have to allow access or custody to either party. You will have to allow that whether you marry again or not. You have no option but to cooperate. If you don't, the Almighty is watching. He knows. So make things easy. Never use your children as a tool or a weapon against one another. Look after them. Spend on them even if they happen to be with the mother. Make sure that the children are given the best upbringing and it's all about the goodness of those children. Learn to respect the mother or the father of your children even if they're no longer your spouse. Learn to respect them for the mere fact that you had children together even if they did bad things. But put all those bad things aside when it comes to the betterment of the children. Yes, there are cases where if a parent was so abusive that they don't qualify anymore for the access or the custody. That is a different issue, but that's not the norm. That's not what happens all the time. We must try and give the children a balanced upbringing in order to avoid ourselves a crisis and in order to grant ourselves the comfort that we so need. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of us. When you make someone else's life difficult, Allah makes your life difficult. Remember that. It has to happen that way. So my beloved brothers and sisters, Allah speaks about divorce in Surah Al-Baqarah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, well, there is a way of divorcing. You divorce once. Thereafter, you may reconcile. Wow. Imagine what type of comfort. It's the only teaching across the globe throughout all religions that if you were to divorce, the Almighty says, well, you can reconcile. Come back. You may. You might have realized something and you want to come back. So Allah says, And if he had divorced her, there is no harm if both of them would like to get back to each other together. That's the first divorce. So Allah says, well, if you feel you made a mistake and you shouldn't have divorced, come back, come back together. Look at the comfort Allah's giving you in times of crisis. It was a crisis. You made a mistake. You divorced someone. Allah says, hang on, we have comfort for you. What's the comfort? Get back together. But remember when you divorce, do it the proper way. Learn how to issue the divorce. 
May Allah make it easy for us. Some people do the wrong thing, then they scream for help when they cannot be helped because they were foolish in the first place. But Allah says, don't worry, we will help you. You do it the right way. We allow you to get back together. Not once, but twice, two times you can get back together. So if you made a mistake and divorced first time, come back. If you divorced a second time, you had a change of heart, something happened which was positive, you felt perhaps you wanted to get back or you thought you made a mistake. Allah says you can get back a second time. Subhanallah. Look at the power of Allah. Look at the comfort He's given us. Amazing. And this is in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 230. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in a beautiful way. Then Allah says, if you've divorced your spouse, don't become upset when they want to marry someone else. Make it easy for them. Let them, let them go. Sometimes a person divorces and when they hear that their ex wants to get married, they start putting a spoke in the wheels and a spanner in the works and they contact the new a supposed spouse and begin to spread rumor and say hurtful and hateful things. Allah says, do not do that. You want comfort in your life? Let others live comfortably. It's okay. You didn't get along. They will get along with someone else. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. So he warns us. He says, don't hold them back. Don't hold a woman back in a way that she's neither married to you because you're not fulfilling her rights, nor is she divorced because you haven't issued the divorce so she cannot go to someone else. Either fulfill her rights properly or release her respectfully. That is how you will achieve comfort. Otherwise, you will be in the biggest crisis. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from crises. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that remember the favors of Allah upon you. Remember that Allah has blessed you with so much. So count the favors of Allah. Don't have a chapter opened and you want to interfere negatively in your ex's life. Don't ever do that. That's your ex-spouse or that is a person you didn't get along with. Leave them alone, say a good word about them and that's it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. Similarly, the parents, the parents are being addressed to say when the divorced girl wants to marry someone else, don't make it hard for them. We go a step further and say, my beloved parents, when your daughters or your sons would like to marry someone, don't say no without a valid, valid reason. If you don't have a valid reason, and racism is not a valid reason, tribalism is not a valid reason. The fact that this person is darker in complexion is never a valid reason. So remember, allow the marriages and Allah will allow for you to enter paradise. Remember, if they're making a mistake after you've tried to explain to them your opinion and they're still stuck on their view and they don't want to budge, it's better sometimes to allow them to make what you think is a mistake. And you might be surprised that they will be so happy. And even if it does end up being a mistake, it's not the end of the world. They can actually come back home and still happy. And you can tell them, my child, I love you. I told you it wouldn't work. But if we were to stagnate and we were to actually never consider what they want, perhaps we would be creating a crisis out of a comfortable situation. 
which is actually the opposite of what we're talking about today. So my brothers and my sisters and my beloved parents, facilitate for your siblings and your children to get married in a good way. Give them good guidance from the beginning. Tell them what marriage is all about. Tell them how to choose a spouse so that the day they do take that step, they will remember your words. The difficulty is we never participate in the lives of those we are supposed to be participating in and then we complain. May Allah forgive us. Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters. Hope this video was helpful for you. This may help others too so please consider sharing and we will bring more videos in the future inshallah. So consider subscribing and you won't miss any. Jazakallahu khairan.